Hello, welcome. Thanks for joining us again today on this episode. Today we're going to be talking to an illustrator and writer of the book Imagine Colors with Maggie. She kind of goes into her journey of how she got into writing this book and creating and illustrating every single um, picture in it, which is pretty awesome because not a lot of writers do their, you know, the illustrations and the writing. She went in, really pursued her dream. She's a mom and she just did not give up, which is such a great thing to see. If you guys like these episodes, please continue to support this podcast by liking, sharing, and follow us on Instagram at Bota Podcast and subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. Thanks so much and let's get into the episode. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Bota Podcast worldviews and culture from an Albanian American perspective. I'm your host Leonita. Today I'm sitting with an artist and author of the children's book Imagine Colors with Maggie, Marina Vezai. Hi Marina, welcome and thanks for being here. Hi Leonita, thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. Uh, I was so excited that you came out with this book and I actually just ordered it like last week. Oh, (laughs) thank you. And I'm excited to kind of learn more about it, your inspiration for it. Um, But before we get into that, I kind of want to know a little bit about you, like your background, maybe where you're from, and like kind of how you got into writing this book. Right, sure. Um, So I was born and raised in Montenegro, and I came here when I was 19 to U.S. So it's been almost 14 years um, that I'm here in New York. I am married. I have two kids boy and a girl yeah and I just wrote this book a few years ago really and I just published it last month okay Uh, actually I never thought about writing children's books the idea came to me when my son was in pre-k and they had a project so they wanted parents to help their kids write a story and I did it with my son and I had so much fun uh, writing the book I really enjoyed it and uh, you know the thought just crossed my mind I was like wow this will be really cool if you know, if I could write children's books. Yeah, that is. The book that we did for school, it was called Family and Me. So it was a different story. But once I did that story, I just fell in love with it. And I just really had so much fun creating it. And I said, you know what, I'm going to try and create a children's books and see how it goes. And I was really obsessive over it. I actually wrote that book in in one night, like I stayed up all night. I knew it was going to be about colors because I always loved colors. And so I started writing it and I just wrote the whole manuscript in a night, really. I did have to do some editing, of course, after, but and illustrations came after because I just I didn't do anything with the book for like almost two years and a half. I put it away. I read it here and there sometimes. And I had these I did light sketches of what, you know, and ideas of what the characters could could look like. But really didn't get into it until like half a year ago when the pandemic hit us. <laughs> That's when I did it. When I had, you know, my son was home. My daughter was home too. And decided that I want to finish that book. It was the time, huh? Uh, yeah, it was it the was time. The right. So you sat on it for like about two years. What was it that you found uh, challenging? Well, I, I guess first just the idea of, I never thought about writing and illustrating children's books. I always loved art which was more like painting, you know, oil paint, acrylics. And so I was really afraid. I, even though I loved it, I was kind of a little bit afraid. I wasn't sure if it was good. And, you know, it was just something very new to me all of a sudden. Yeah, I, yeah, I had a good feeling about it like this, but I just, I was afraid. I wasn't sure if it was good enough. And then also I did research in between on children's publishing. 
and it's it's a lot of work <laughs> it wasn't so easy mm-hmm. so that's what I got afraid to I was like oh my god this is overwhelming it's so much information and I have to do all these things and it, and that's what kept me away really I just I was like I'm gonna do it one day but not now not now you got stuck at home <laughs> with your kids and your family and you're yeah. like okay this is time like yeah. That, that yeah so funny I did it at a time where I really had less time because mm-hmm. my son's being homeschooled too so that was also new for me but yeah I had less time more pressure stress and that's when I did it <laughs> yeah that's amazing I, I really applaud you because you know being a Thank mom you. too it's a lot of work trying to balance home life family life your life and finding out how to balance all that stuff and still doing things that you're passionate about like this book that you have and I'm sure that your kids and your family are excited about it as well like what is their reaction to it they are yeah I kept it a secret for some time because I wasn't sure if I was gonna finish the whole book so I didn't want to you know I was like let me keep it there because I feel like when you tell people that everybody I didn't want anyone to put pressure more on me to ask Mm -hmm. me did you finish it did you finish the book so this is why I didn't really tell many people but yeah they my son he likes it but he did complain a lot that you don't have time for me mom you're always just illustrating and writing and you don't have he he did complain about that I was really trying to finish it so quick for two three months and so you did it in two three months once you like illustration I gotta do the illustration yeah but I worked every every night I stayed stayed late I would go to sleep at 4 a.m and wake up at 6 because my daughter was one and a half so she would be up every day at 6 a.m and that's when I had to get up so I took naps when she took naps <laughs> oh my gosh wow well, you see when you have obsession for something you see you can do anything really that's as amazing long as you really really want it that's so true I love that I mean it's a lot of extra work for you but at the end of the day when you see that finished project and you know that you spent so much time on it and you're proud of it. That's so amazing to see. Thank you. You talked a little bit about your um, struggle with continuing to create the book. You wrote it, but you were like struggling with the pictures. A lot of people, you know, they'll write a book or they'll just do the illustrations, but you did both. That's pretty impressive. Was it harder to write or was it easier to write and versus to draw? For me, I think illustrations took a lot of my time because I illustrate everything and then I had to change some things and I had to redo illustrations a couple of times, which was very frustrating. Or for example, when I hired a formatter to format my book, so I had finished all the illustrations and I was happy with them, right? And then I contacted my formatter and I sent all the illustrations to him and he's like, oh, but your book is going to be square. So that means your illustrations need to be square too. So I had to redo every patient again from beginning, but there were times that I was like, oh my God, I think I'm done, you know, with like stress from kids and, you know, like having so little time yeah, wanting to do so much, but I kept going back at it. I was like, I can do it. Let me try one more time. Let me do this one more time. So I think that was the hardest part, really. Maggie, the character in the book, is that like a representation of you or like something that you feel like is a part of you yeah absolutely there's definitely a part of me in Maggie even as a child I was um I was into art so I did a lot of artwork as a kid when I was eight years old actually my teachers like noticed they loved the art that I did and they would put it on a wall it was a big deal for me back then once I got older like in high school I didn't do any art but when I was a kid I remember like I was very inspired by that and I used to do art all the time For example, when I was about, I think, 12, I loved art so much. I used to um, draw on my uh, jeans. Like I would do graffiti on my jeans. I would paint my jeans. And that's how I would go to school with those jeans. 
And now when I go back and think, I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe I had the courage <laughs> that I dared to go to school with jeans like that. But actually, you know, some kids like my jeans. I had friends that actually asked me to do the same thing to their jeans. So they will bring their jeans yeah. to school, right? And I used to like drone their jeans. I chose the math class because I really didn't like math. And I don't like math now. <laughs> Uh, so that's what I did. I sat all the way in the back. Which is true. Did your mom and be like, what are you doing to your pants? Like, what is it? so funny? I don't remember mom ever saying anything. She, she saw a talent in you. That's why. I think so. She never, never, ever said anything. Like, well, I mean, she could have, right? Like, what yeah. are you doing to your clothes? But no, she never said anything. Yeah. So she then gave me the freedom to just like, express myself as a kid. And then I don't know what happens. I think 14, 15, I don't know what happens in, in that age, but we, for some reason, start thinking so much about what people think. And I stopped doing those things, which I really feel bad. I should have continued, you know, who knows where it would have taken me. You know, as soon as you start thinking about what other people think about you, you kind of close yeah, that, yourself in a box. Yes. And, yes. Yeah. Oh my God. That's so true. It will bring you down, even though Oh yeah. you just, it's all in your head too, because you don't know what people are going to say. You don't know how people are going to react, but in your head, you're thinking, oh, they're not going to like it or this or this, or, oh my gosh, like, what are they saying? But in reality, maybe that's, that's total opposite. Or maybe somebody's like, oh, this is kind of cool. Or, you know what I mean? It's like, we play these mind games with ourselves where we think this is not like I can't do this this is, this is not gonna happen but I think if you follow your heart and do what's true to you it's always going to come out the way that you want it to be and no matter what anybody says true I agree it's going to come out for you like in a very unique because we are all I believe we're all different we all are unique in our own way and the problem right now is that we compare ourselves to other people and once you do that then you become that person and you forget you don't let your uniqueness come through right because you're trying to compare yourself with someone else and I really feel with kids nowadays too because back then when I was when I was 12 when I was 15 I didn't have a I think my first cell phone that I had was when I was 18 that was before I came to U.S. which is crazy and now little kids are so into social media which is really scary and they start comparing themselves as early as I think seven, eight. What I see, you know, oh my, my cousins. And so sad. I think kids should just be like kids and just worry about playing and having fun, rolling in the mud and like, you know what I mean? Like, right, getting, like going outside and just enjoying. And that's what I try to do with my kids. But it's freaking hard, man. I'm like, because we get, we're adults and we get caught up in that, like Instagram or whatever. And you're like, oh, this person does this. And this person like looks like this. And I'm like, oh my God, like, stop. Like, why do I do this to myself? It's, and if we're adults and we feel like that, just imagine how kids and teenagers who are even higher sense of sensitivity oh my god oh yeah yeah they take that pressure on too soon at too mm -hmm. of a young age which is really not good mm -hmm. i can't even i mean i don't even think we can imagine we can try what kind of stress the kids feel today and that yeah. way sense of being belonging and being accepted by other kids oh i don't even want to think about it it's like so yeah, it's like it's i know so hard and with yeah. the things that we're dealing with virtual school and all this, like, I don't even want to get into that because it's just so wild. But it kind of makes me think this book of yours, it's kind of like a positive outlet, like a positive thing for kids to read. And that's why I really like it. It kind of talks a little bit about like confidence and just being unique mm -hmm. to you, which I really like, which is what kids need to read. And that's why I'm so happy that you did, you know, write this book and it is out there. And I read it to my daughter. Cause I know she loves colors. She loves like art and drawing. So 
I'm excited to see her reaction when it comes in the oh, mail. That's nice. Let me know. <laughs> yeah. Because I told her, I'm like, I'm going to get the special book. And she's just like, oh my God, I can't wait. So, so sweet. <laughs> yeah. Where can people go out and buy your book? Amazon and Barnes and Nobles online. So the book is available online right now. Do you have any advice for anyone that's maybe pursuing art or doing a project like this where they're they want to write a book or illustrate what kind of advice do you have for them do you have the passion for it right uh just follow your dreams and don't ever give up which is very important because it, it gets hard you know it's not easy anything that you want to do in life it's not easy things like that artistic way and, and any career path that you want to follow so don't ever give up just keep going it's never too late. Most important, it's never too late. Because that's one of the doubts that I had. I was like, oh my God, like, I'm, I was like, I'm 33 now. So I was like, oh, you know, like, where was I like 20 years ago? It's never I'm right there I'm with so, you. I'm the same. Yeah, I'm so happy I did it now. Like, I'm so glad I did it. The fear that I had like a year ago, it's crazy. It's gone. So I'm, I'm so happy that I pushed through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you going to do more with this book? Are you going to be creating more? Yes. Actually, I'm working um, on my second book. So I'm going to do a series with Maggie. I'm not sure how many yet. Well, I was thinking maybe four or five. That's yeah. awesome. That's exciting. I love it. <laughs> and is it Maggie with somebody else? Because this one, it's Maggie and Max. Is that like... Max, yes. Max is the brush. Mm-hmm. So Max is her best friend. And he just goes everywhere she goes and helps her color. Yeah. <laughs> Change the world. <laughs> Change the world. One color at a time. <laughs> One color at a time. Yep. There you One go. One place at a time too. <laughs> yes. And that's that's what we need in this world. We need positivity. We need colors. We need goodness. And I'm so glad that you fought through and just like pushed yourself to create this book and show it out to the world. That's amazing. Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, of course. Give three tips that you have for the listeners for publishing a book, like three main tips that you have for them. You have to do a lot of research. That, that's what I was, it was, I was getting overwhelmed with so much information. Uh, what I also did is I followed a lot of authors, like children's books, authors, even authors that write novels as well, because they always have very good tips about how to publish books and not give up, which is, it's really hard, right? But not mm-hmm. to give up. Things like that. You have to do a lot of research. That's the only way you can go through with it. And it's funny because like, yeah. And I, I think like a lot of people always have these ideas in their head, but ideas can come and go. But if you don't take that idea and like actually put it into something, no one will it's ever true. know. So, yeah, that is right. The more things you do, like whatever you do, okay. the more illustrations I do, the more I want to do illustrations and the more ideas I get of what to illustrate and sometimes you forget these ideas come to you and you forget them so what I started doing is I write them down or if I'm outside listening to music walking if an idea comes to me I just type it up in my phone and I have it saved there I look at all the notes ideas that I have and I work from there really that's a really good tip I'm gonna use that more often too because I notice that nighttime I think more about like what's gonna happen or like just right. doing housework you have all these thoughts in your head. And then once you're done, like cleaning or whatever, you're like, oh, what, did I, what was that idea? <laughs> I had that. I had that happen a lot. That's why I started writing down. I was like, what was it? Because I know it was awesome. But, you know, you forget about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, writing them down, I think that's really good. It helped me a lot. Yeah. So you guys can find Marina's book, Imagine Colors with Maggie on Barnes and Noble and Amazon. I'll have the links down below. So you guys could check them out there. 
You can follow her on her Instagram page, Maggie and Max, M-E-G-I and Max, M-A-X. I'm excited for my book to come in so I can read it to my daughter and excited to share with you guys more about Marina and her journey. Thanks, Lanita. It was nice meeting you. (laughs) It was nice meeting you too. Thanks for listening and catch every new episode on Tuesdays. Bye.